one fund, on point for today, and the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, this is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, which has everything you need to be a smart, savvy, solid investor in exchange-traded funds. It's got what's new, what's trending, what's changing, and much, much more. It's vetify.com, and they're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon is the Vice Chairman there. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. You're ETF of the week is the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF, ticker symbol BITO. BITO, the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF. A really interesting pick in a time of banking crises, but also at a time where Cryptocurrency has been moving in interesting directions. So why this pick now, Tom? Well, kind of because Bitcoin has been moving in interesting directions. <laughs> we, we've seen a nice trend here, Chuck. And it, it's interesting when you look at the inception of this ETF, it's actually down 75%. I mean, Bitcoin from its highs, it was devastating. However, if you look at year to date, this ETF and Bitcoin itself is up almost 70% off of the recent lows. So it's encouraging. I think many people who look at, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all the cryptocurrencies, boy, we have not had anywhere near the discussion or interest that we've had three years ago. However, it's not going away. And most people on Wall Street agree that it's not going away. It needed to be flushed out. It was flushed out. And it'll probably be fleshed out again, but because it's not going away and it is its own asset class, it is something to pay attention to. And when you look at trends and you look at alternatives to what's going on in the equity markets, the fixed income markets, currencies, banking, as you recommend, there's also an opportunity to diversify and have non-correlated assets as well. So with all that in mind, Having an ETF, regardless of what it covers or regardless what its name is, if it goes above its average, this is something to consider for your portfolio. You can't have a physical Bitcoin fund the way you have a physical gold fund because Bitcoin's not a physical thing. This is not a fund that is investing in actual Bitcoin. It is investing in Bitcoin futures. Bitcoin itself is volatile enough does that add a little bit more to the volatility? I mean, when you start talking about numbers like up and down 70% over long and short stretches of time, that can get a little scary. So, Chuck, you're bringing up a good point. The SEC has not approved physically backed Bitcoin or cryptocurrency ETFs. There's been a fight on and it continues. However, Chairman Getzler has approved a futures-based strategy. That's really from where he came. He was at the CFTC, futures are regulated. He felt that much more comfortable being able to approve a futures-backed strategy. And guess what? It's worked. Even though it's been down this much, it has been exactly correlated with the performance of Bitcoin. And that's what everybody wanted. Even though we had a lot of selling in the Bitcoin space too, it held up very, very well. So kudos to the SEC for the approval. 
we're hearing kind of behind the scenes because of all these exchanges that are not in fact regulated right now. We're going to have to go through more pain, I think, to see eventually those get regulated, but that's a story for another day. At this point in time, we do have an ETF that represents Bitcoin itself, and you can have a lot of confidence that if you want to get into Bitcoin, you can do that without buying the coins themselves and actually buying a future strategy in the form of an ETF. The volatility here is pretty spectacular. I mean, this is a fund that was down about 70%, as you said, since inception, also about 70%, 65% in the last 12 months. So is it 200-day moving average play or is this 20 or 50-day moving average play because Bitcoin being that much more volatile, you want to put it on a shorter leash? Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people listening to this and saying, oh boy, there go Leiden and Jaffe again. They're crazy. Like, what are they even talking about? However, look at Amazon. Over the course of the life of Amazon trading publicly, twice it went down over 90%. So there are periods of time when investments maybe don't make it, or maybe they're great ideas, but it takes a while for them to catch on, and they do suffer a lot of volatility. The idea here, especially as we're talking about trend following, may be after Bitcoin going down over 75%, and now going above its 200-day average, you may be able to buy in low, with the idea that you can protect yourself if it happens to turn around and go back below its its trend line, if that makes sense. Yes, but would you use the longer-term trend line or because of the volatility here, would you tighten up? I think you use the 200-day average. I would just say for the average investor that's following trends, they don't have the time to follow something on a 50-day average because you're going to have five times the amount of trades. And especially when you're putting a, a moving average on something that's volatile, that's going to create that many more trades. What longer-term moving averages do is they smooth out the bumps. So you may have swings of 10%, but if you're above the average or below the average for that period of time, it's not affecting your trading patterns. If long-term you feel that Bitcoin or cryptocurrency are going to come back, just by following a moving average, you're ensuring that you have better chances of participating on the portion of the upside and avoiding the lion's share of the downside. Because this is a futures-based fund, et cetera, you know, crypto, there's a big percentage of crypto believers who are what are called hodlers, hold on for dear life, right? Hold on for dear life. They ride or die with this stuff. But as we've talked about, the volatility here being very difficult and the future side making it that that while it's a good tracker, it's not a perfect tracker. Is this something where if you're a hodler, yeah, go ahead. I mean, obviously for you, it's a 200 day moving average play because you're a trend follower and, and what have you. But can a hodler use this? Yeah, unfortunately, they, the hodlers wrote it up and wrote it all the way down. And I would put personally myself in that camp. So I've been dripping into Bitcoin for the past five years. And there were times when I looked at it and said, wow, that's starting to mount to something. At the same time, riding it all the way down, I'm like, you know, this is a long-term thing and I may never see it, but maybe my kids will. And now seeing a move of 70% after giving up 75%, it gets your attention again, but it's far, far away from where it was at the high. And we may not see the high for many, many years. There are holders that 
even through all this, have the discipline to continue to buy. But at one point in time, you start scratching your head and say, is this, is this the right thing to do? I think for purposes of ETF investors, there are a lot of people that stayed away from cryptocurrency investing and probably felt that they did the right thing. However, what we've always seen and a great example is regional banks. Okay? Right now, there's not a lot of confidence in investing in regional banks. However, we may be sitting here a year from now and saying, boy, that was a great opportunity when there was blood in the streets that maybe go in and look at the regional bank ETF, put it on a 200-day average because it came down so much where you'd have an opportunity to buy in at lower prices but also control your exposure by using the moving average. Where does your money come from if you're going to add this to your portfolio? I mean, do you take it out of something like gold and precious metals, just part of your alternatives? Where are you coming up with the cash in your allocation for this? I think that your Christmas savings account. That's probably the... <laughs> you don't you don't know. So we're in uncharted territory. I would just say this for for older investors like us, Chuck, that are approaching retirement or in retirement, you might be messing around with something like this. You might do it more for, hey, I can take 5% of my portfolio and maybe have some fun because I enjoy watching the markets. For younger investors who maybe got burnt by this and it was a tough life lesson because you got caught up in all the euphoria, this is an opportunity to say, it's not going to win. I'm going to make it back, but I'm going to do it on my terms by following the trends. So I don't have the right answer because there's so many different types of investors out there. And when you look at something like this, that's so volatile and can be so emotional, it really is one of those things where you have to do a gut check and figure out whether this is for you or not. It's BITO, the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great stuff as always. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Chuck. Take care. The ETF of the week is a joint production of Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday show by going to moneylifeshow.com or by going to wherever you find the good podcasts. And speaking of good podcasts, this one is not possible without Vetify. It's vetify.com for all the things you need to be a savvy and smart investor in exchange-traded funds. On Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We can't wait to do this again. We hope we'll be back next week. And until then, happy investing.